Hey, Winjet community, it's Doug Sandler. Welcome back uh, again for another week of, uh, of learning and uh, trying to figure out how to make that podcast uh, pop, how to make it more profitable for you, and how to make your experience in podcasting a great one because it totally can be. So my name is Doug Sandler. I am a co-founder along with my partner, Strickland Bonner of Turnkey Podcast Productions, and we are a strategic partner with Winject Studios. And so uh, today we're going to bring uh, another, what I would think would be a valuable topic for you if you are doing interviews, if you have an interview-based podcast, these are some of the things that you want to do uh, early on so that you can set the right habits early. Uh, we started this habit and or actually this series of habits um, probably about a month or two after we started doing our podcast. We were maybe 50 episodes no, I guess it was more than a month or two. It was probably close to eight or nine months uh, into into uh, our podcast run. And we started interviewing guests. Originally, it was just Strickland and, and me, and we were doing our show called The Nice Guys on Business Podcast. We have uh, been listened to now in 175 countries. We have nearly 1,200 episodes of our show, downloaded about 4 million times through the last six plus years of our doing our podcast. And... Um, we discovered that if you don't set the right habits, then you are setting yourself up for extra work, uh, less productivity, and certainly less efficiency. And from my uh, perspective, it was um, all of those things being lower than what they could be meant less profit. In some cases, it might mean no profit. So let's talk for a couple of moments about that guest seat, not from a monetization perspective, but from the standpoint of making it the most efficient, finely tuned process that you could possibly uh, put somebody through and into. I have a number of times when people, and, and I think Strickland talked last week about systems, and it's the importance of having systems. And a few weeks ago, I talked about um, five, five ways to make money podcasting. And while those things are ultra important, those are more like a long-term strategy for success for your podcast. And I wanted to spend just a few moments with you today. We'll probably spend about the next 15 minutes talking about um, these things. Uh, but I want to talk about what I call our, our show rules, R-U-L-E-S, our show rules. Now, you have to keep in mind that when you are doing your podcast, every episode that you do, you are sharing, even if you have no episodes out there right now, and even if you have no audience members listening to your show, you are uh, the owner of a media company. And I stress this with each and every one of the clients that we have in, uh, the, the, the opportunity to, um, to have them come across our coaching program. Because I think the key is that many people think, especially early on in the process, that the people that are coming on your show are doing you a favor by being on your show. They are experts in their field. They have a great message to share with your community. And I think that oftentimes new podcasters, and when I say new, I mean even somebody that has less than 100 episodes. Uh, and I'll get off into a side tangent in just a second on less than 100 episodes. But those that have less than 100 episodes feel like possibly 
the person that's going to be sitting in that guest seat doing interviews, doing an interview-based podcast. So if you're doing the interview of that guest sitting in your guest seat, they're doing you a favor by coming on your show and sharing their expertise with your community. I would have you think differently about that. I would have you actually put your brain on a little bit backwards. I mean, I think it's the right way. I think it's right side in, not inside out. But I think that if you put your brain on backwards and understand that as the owner of a media company, even a media company that's just getting underway, you have no episodes or very few, you have no listeners or you have very few, and the world you feel like is coming at you, if you're inviting somebody on your show, please, please, please come on my show. Your message would be great. My community would love you. And I think that that is true, but I think that you have to come at it from the standpoint of you own a media company. There is no other way for them to get you, their message to your community other than through you. And if you have a community of 20 or even five people that listen on a regular basis, think about your early episodes. If you're just launching a podcast right now, it's probably your family, maybe some friends, uh, maybe some business associates, maybe even some of your clients that are listening to your show right now. And even if you have five or 10 or 15 or 20 people that are listening to your show every week, know that you can fill a conference room of an office building, any conference room in that office building that has 15 or 20, 20 people in an office actually is a good audience. And I would much rather have 20 people that are highly engaged and listening to my show than 20,000 people that don't do anything. We've been fortunate that we've been able to grow a large audience. Now, it's all relative. You know, if you think about somebody like Joe Rogan or Tim Ferriss or Tony Robbins, these guys come to the table already with a highly engaged audience and a large audience. And for the normal person like me, I can consider myself normal for a moment. <laughs> and the normal person like you, you're, you're not bringing that kind of audience to the table. So know that when you first get started, the people that are going to probably be listening to your show are ones that you have spoon fed your episodes to. Probably people that will, will stick around. I mean, we've had people that have stayed in our you know, through the 1200 episodes, we have uh, several of our community members and our nice guy community members that have actually stayed with us for um, all six plus years, all 1200 episodes. And that's incredible to think that the content that we're putting out is engaging enough so that we have the, that many people, even a small handful of people that have listened for six years. But keep this in mind, as your show grows and your audience grows, your uh, platform and your episodes still remain the same. Your episodes, episode one and two and three and four, even when you're two and 500 and 600 and a thousand episodes in, people still have access to that content. And a lot of times people, especially the ones that are highly engaging and highly uh, interested in your message, they are going to, uh, they're gonna go back and listen to your entire library. And many guests will reach out to you or, or many audience members, excuse me, many audience members will reach out to you saying, hey, I, I just listened to episode number one, or I've just listened to episode number 172. Or if you do a good job and you catalog uh, some of the stuff that you are putting together, uh, you'll be able to refer people back to specific episodes when you spoke about a specific topic. The reason I say all of that is because I really want to stress the fact that you own a media company. 
And that while you may feel like your guest is doing you a favor by by uh, coming on your show and sharing their message with your community, you are actually the one doing them the favor. You are the one that is inviting them to share their message with your community. These are your people. This is your list. These are your lovers of your message and the, the content that you put out. So please don't ever find yourself in a position where you're begging someone to come on your show. Or when I say beg, I mean, look, if somebody wants to come on my show, that's great. And if they don't want to come on my show, that's terrific. I put out a number of invitations that are out there to some VIP guests. But at some point, they're all going to come back to me anyway. You know, we were able to land guests like Gary Vaynerchuk and Ariana Huffington and uh, Ron Klain, who is now the, um, the uh, chief of staff for President Biden. We were able to land very John C. Maxwell and Jeffrey Gittimer. I mean, these are the guests that we were able to get. Now, there was for every for for those six or seven that I just mentioned, there were probably six hundred that I asked that didn't come on the show. So I'm putting those though that group into a into a bucket for a second and just saying, look, if you feel like a VIP is doing you a favor by coming on your show, fine. But just know this: they always are promoting something. Ariana Huffington came on my show when we were relatively new in probably less than two years old. We probably had had less than a couple of hundred downloads per episode of our show. She came on because she was promoting something. Gary Vaynerchuk was just about to release his uh, his podcast. He started his podcast after ours and he was promoting his podcast. And Get, Jeffrey Gittimer was releasing a book. John C. Maxwell was doing a speaking tour uh, Ron Klain, I, I, um, uh, in a past life of mine as a DJ, I did an event that he was attending. So I had a personal connection with him. All of those people have been on our show because we create an environment that will allow them to share their message with our community. All that is being said for one simple reason. I want you to have some rules. And these rules, as I tell you these rules and lay out these four key rules, I want you to understand that you have at any point the right to suspend these rules or to adjust these rules. I call them rules because it makes it easy for me just to just to have a term to, to use, you know, to call them. But know that as you are doing your episodes and you are inviting guests on the show, please make sure that you take um, a few moments and... Um, and understand that these rules are for your benefit. Also, as I go through these rules, if you have any questions at all, please just answer it. Just uh, ask any questions. You can just text 843-396-2104. It's in the banner below. Just make sure that you um, that you you know text to that and text any questions that you have, and they, they will come right up on our comments area. All right. So let me get into the rules. So these are the four rules that I. Uh, that I request from everyone that comes on our show, VIP guests, uh, non-VIP guests, guests that I have really wanted to have on my show, guests that have asked me to be on the show, outreach guests that I, that I go out, reach guests that I look for, anybody that comes on my show, I share these rules with them. Now, at some point, somebody might give me some pushback and say, ah, do I have to do that rule? And if I choose to suspend that rule, at least let them know that you're going to suspend the rule because of uh, your relationship with them. So here are the four rules. 
And I'm going to run through each one of these, and then I'm going to do a little bit of a, a, of a dialogue on each one, just so you understand the importance of this particular rule. So if you have a, a piece of paper and pencil, here's what I want you to do. Just write these rules down. Orist Cayman, thank you for uh, thank you for for being here. And if you have any questions, just feel free to to enter them in the uh, in the comments area as well. So rule number one may seem obvious. You have to have a microphone. Not you as the host of the show, but the guest of the show. Now, why is that important? It's important because the quality of their sound is essential in the stickiness of your audience. An audience member that is listening, a community member that's listening to your, your guest, if they have a uh, sound quality that's crappy or it sounds literally like they're on a city street or they have notifications going off in the background or they have noise and background and ambient noise happening, if they don't have a microphone, the community is going to tune out quickly. It, tune out quickly could mean they will listen for literally five seconds and say, boy, that's a really crappy connection or that really sounds bad. Uh, so I'm not going to listen to that because they have they don't know the guest. For the most part, your guests are going to be normal people just like you. So I would tell you that quality sound is essential. Uh, you're approaching this. I'm hoping you have a professional microphone, a USB microphone. I've been using this Blue Yeti microphone for the last, geez, six plus years, almost 1,200 episodes. The same microphone. I spent $128, I think, on the microphone, $100 for my my swing arm, my boom arm, So because I, I use my desk multipurpose. I use it as a as a desk, and I use it as my studio at the same, th at the same time. And so it's important for you to have quality sound. It's very important for your guests to have quality sound as well. So you can even suggest to them what type of microphone to get. As a matter of fact, here, let me pull this over. Let me get this. <laughs> All the side noises. This microphone, which is a headset plug and play microphone from EarBay, I bought on Amazon just as a test to see how cheap could I get a microphone that has good sound quality. USB plug and play, same as my USB uh, Blue Yeti microphone. This was, I believe, $38. And this is the one that, and, and you don't have to worry about the boom arm and there's none of that. So as a, as a travel mic, it's great for you. But as a guest microphone, they should get one of these microphones. And why do I ask my guests to get a microphone? Well, number one, because the sound quality is good. But secondly, if they ever plan on going on anybody else's podcast, why wouldn't they want to sound good? I have people that are podcasters that show up to my podcast without the proper microphone. And I'm thinking in my mind, why would you show? I mean, I listen to your podcast. You, you sound really good. Oh, well, I, I didn't know that we would be needing that microphone today because I'm not the host of the show. I'm like, yeah, you need the microphone. You need the good microphone, the one so that my, my community will stay tuned into you for your entire message. Why would you want to share your message on my with my community if they're going to tune out in five minutes? So that's number one, microphone. Okay, we've, we've, we've uh, emphasized, I've emphasized that. I think it's critical that you have a microphone. So number one, microphone. Number two, somebody is going to give me some pushback about this at some point, I am sure. Second thing is I want people to rate and review my show. Keep in mind, again, if you get if you have no ratings, if you if you have a, a, a podcast and you have, I don't know, let's say uh, 50 episodes that are out and of the 50 episodes, you have 30 or 40 of them were were um, interview episodes. Wouldn't it be great? 
to have 30 or 40 five-star reviews of your show. And I say five-star because it's like, who's going to come on your show and give you a two-star review? If they want to come on your show, wouldn't you, wouldn't you think that they would want to give you a, a positive review? I used to ask people to give me a five-star review if you're going to come on the show. I don't, I don't have to do that anymore. Not because I have a great show, but because I keep thinking, well, that doesn't make sense. Who's going to give me one star and then not come on my show. I mean, then and then sit in my guest seat. They're of course going to give you a five star review. So just say rate and review the show. Now, why is that important? It's important because when people, when advertisers, when sponsors, when other guests, VIP guests, are looking to come on your show, when Ariana Huffington came on the show, again, we were less than two years, probably well under two hundred episodes, but we probably had seventy five or a hundred reviews already of the show because I had put this process into place fairly early, maybe 50 episodes in or so to, uh, to our process. So how cool would it be to know that every guest that you have, uh, you have a review? And as quickly, <clears throat> as quickly as you can get your reviews in the triple digits over 100, the more significant that you will be as a serious podcaster. So look at the pod, the, the, the highly, um, uh, the highly popular shows and look how many reviews they have. Some of them have thousands of reviews, but most shows have less than five reviews that are out there. Even episode, even podcasts that have, if I look at a podcast and it has a hundred episodes and they have five reviews, I know that that is a highly unengaged host and a highly unengaged audience. More reviews begets more reviews. So number two, rate and review the show. I even have them go a step further. I have them send me a screenshot of the review, not because I don't trust them that they're going to do it, but because I like to use it as social proof that my podcast is relevant, that it is from a specific person, you know, a guest that's coming on the show. If you want to mention that, hey, look, this came from a guest that sat in the guest seat. I'm not trying to trick anybody into doing anything. I just want I just want to get what podcasters need to have in order to be viewed positively from a growing community because eventually it's going to be more than seven or 10 people listening to your show. It's going to be more than your family members listening to your show. It's going to be more than your clients listening to your show. It's going to be people that are going to stumble upon you just by going through Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever they're looking. And how great would it be to have those reviews? I don't care where the reviews happen. They can happen on Apple Podcasts. They can happen on Spotify. They can happen on on any number of, we, we did this whole campaign, not paid campaign, a free campaign on, um, uh, on Overcast. And we were the number one business show on Overcast for well over a year. We had consistently and constantly asking our community, please take a moment. And literally we walked them through the process. It'll take you, it'll take you 12 seconds, not even that to go over to Overcast and click the, click the gold star. So, uh, ratings and reviews important. Next thing, once you have a guest that comes on your show, again, these are the guest rules. These are the rules that I'm asking the guest to, to go through. Next thing is I ask them to subscribe to the show. Why do I want them to subscribe? I want them to subscribe because I want them to actually listen to the show. <laughs> I want them to hear what it sounds like, what lingo that I use, how Strickland and I communicate with each other, how one day a week we have interviews and one day a week it's just Strick and I uh, shooting the crap, just talking about everything related and unrelated to business. So subscribe and listen to the podcast. The, the faster you learn our lingo when you're a guest, oh, well, I'm asking my guest to do an awful lot to be on the show. No kidding. 
You know what I had to go through in order to create 1,200 episodes of my show? They can spend, uh, and hey, you know, this could be an opportunity for them to not only listen to the show, but to consistently and constantly listen to the show even after it's over. You know, I mentioned my guests many times. I talk about my guests during the podcast episode that I'm on with them, the interview, of course. But then beyond that interview, I always talk about my guests. I talk about them on my Friday episodes with Strickland when it's just the two of us because I mentioned to him the stuff that we have done through the course of the week. And um, if they hear their uh, if they hear their name mentioned again through the course of the week, even better. So please keep that in mind. So number one, microphone. Number two, rate and review the show. Send me a screenshot. Number three, subscribe to the show. And number four, this is the really important one. Now, not that all three of those weren't important, but this is even more important than any of those because, jeez, uh, I'm even willing to I'm even willing to sacrifice a little bit of the sound quality if I need to. I'm even willing not to have a review of my show. I'm even willing to have one less subscriber. But the but the fourth one, number four, the one that I think is highly critical and highly and extremely important. Share with me what your plans are to share our episode of you on my show with your community. Let me say it again. Share with me what your plans are to share the episode that you were on on my show with your community. Well, what's the purpose of that? I thought the purpose of that of them was to share their message with your community as the host. Yes, that is a purpose. But this is a dual street. This is a two-way program here. What I want them to do is I want them to share their episode of my podcast on their social media, through their email list, through any message, through their podcast, whatever they have. And I want them to tell me before I grant them access to my schedule and to that interview seat, I want them to tell me what their plans are to promote it. Now, it's much easier and you have much more leverage before that guest comes on your show and gets access to your schedule. You have much more leverage to ask them and get the answer from them about promoting the episode that they are on your, your podcast with to their community. It is much easier to get the commitment from them before you give them access to your schedule as opposed to after the episode has aired. Once it's aired, if they've, they haven't made a commitment, we're just lucky. We're just lucky that they promote. But all of these things, including microphone, ratings and reviews, subscribe and share with me what your plans are to promote your episode on my, of my show to your community. All of these things are my rules and my lever leverage prior to me committing to getting them on the show. All, all four of these things, especially that last one, the plans to promote. Look, the way to build your community fast is through the community of your guests. I actually select, remember we talked about the three buckets of guests, influencers, community members, and money makers. Community members, I will actually have a campaign of getting people into my guest seat that have specifically large communities. I tell them what my rules are. I stress that last one, plans to promote your, what are your plans to promote my episode to your community? I have that in place because I have campaigns in place with that goal in mind because I want to grow my community. Early on, when we were putting anybody and everybody on the show, we weren't getting reviews. 
We weren't getting, uh, we were getting people that show up that really didn't have the equipment. We were getting people, we weren't getting people to subscribe to the show because we thought they, they were doing us a favor by coming on the show. And we didn't ask them what the plans are to promote the episode on social media. All of those things being said, uh, or, or plans to promote their, the episode in general, whether it's social media, email, on their podcast, YouTube channel, wherever it is, Instagram, whatever it is that you do to promote. So I tell you all four of these things because I really want you to understand the importance of having these rules put in place and put them in place early on. So let's review them one more time and then we will wrap up here. The four rules that you're going to have, and I call them my nice guy rules, I send to each one of my guests or potential guests, I send an email and I attach my rules. And those rules are just our nice guy rules. Why would you want to, uh, you know, why would you want to come on the nice guys? You know, I want to come on the nice guys because we have a large social media community because I've been a, a coach for 20 years, because I, whatever it is that are your accolades, whatever it is. And, it, and it, early on in the process, it's not going to be because you have a million downloads and 200 episodes and you've listened to in X amount of countries. That's not it. What you're going to put into those rules is why would you want to come on to ABC podcast. You want to come on ABC podcast because I've been in business for 20 years. Um, I have experience with coaching hundreds of people. All of the things that you have as your accolades, those are yours. Those are the things that nobody can take away from you. So you won't use your, your podcast community as your accolades in the beginning because you don't have that. So understand that when you when you start your your why would you want to come on our show you want to start it with here are the the reasons why now that you know the reasons why let me tell you the rules that you need to go through in order to get on the show yes you are going to get pushback yes you are going to get people that aren't going to do the rules yes you are going to get people that are going to ghost you all of those things are going to happen that's fine welcome to podcasting what i want you to do is just know that you can lean into this these rules and you can be successful. You could lean away from this and you could uh, just have a show just like everybody else that's out there. And I don't want you to have a show like everybody else that's out there. I want you to have a show that actually has value, provides value, not only to your guests that's coming on the show, but to your community as well. And third, I really do think as important, maybe even more important, it's got to be important for you also. You are the one that is building this house and you've got to build it on a solid foundation. The foundation, part of the foundation, one of the blocks in the foundation are these nice guy rules or are your show rules. So I hope those four rules are good. Microphone, rate and review, subscribe. And what are your plans to promote the episode on to your community? I hope these were valuable to you. I'm looking forward to coming back and sharing uh, more great content with you next week. And in the meantime, Winjet community, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for participating in our program one more time. Ors, thank you for the, uh, the message. And I will see you guys again next week. Talk to you later. This broadcast is brought to you by Winjet Studios. We are an all-in-one educational platform for podcasters that revolutionizes how hosts leverage content to increase engagement with listeners, downloads, and income. We come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how you can interact directly with our hosts, access exclusive live content with offers you can't get anywhere else from our official partners, join our purpose-driven community by visiting www.winject.com. If you're ready to build a career doing what you love, then we're ready to see you there.